0: Welcome to True Story, the public relations podcast, a space where we get a peek behind the scenes of brands and businesses that have a real story to tell because in today's world, we are done with perfect and fake. We want to support brands that aren't afraid to show their true colors. I'm your host, Whitney Lee, the founder of True Story PR, an agency focused on helping businesses show up authentically through their social media PR and more. We pride ourselves on always keeping it real. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's part two of the internship. Conversation. So if you listened into my last solo episode, um, we talked a little bit about internship programs um, and, you know, how we actually find our interns. Uh, but this episode, I wanted to kind of focus a little more on how we structure it. Um, if you haven't listened to the last episode, maybe start with that one. But even if you haven't, honestly, like our internship program has evolved so much throughout the years I feel like it's in a really, really positive place now. And also this time of year is when I get a lot of inquiries for internships. Uh, So I thought this was like a good topic to talk about. And it's kind of fresh on my brain. So internships, you know, anytime you start a small business, everyone immediately is like, you should get an intern because they think that it's like free labor. But I will say this, it's not free. Yeah, maybe you're not paying the intern by the hour or whatever, um, but your time absolutely has a cost to it, and having an intern is a lot of your time. So it's like, are you willing to trade that? Again, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but are you willing to invest time in somebody because it takes a lot of your time to teach them and train them and everything? And then usually, again, like you're, they're your intern for a few months, and then they go away. So, but if you're dabbling with the idea of hiring employees, it could be a good way to start dabbling in that. Um, but honestly, like as our team has grown, I feel like our internship program has gotten stronger uh, because every everybody kind of shares the load of training them. Um, but we love our interns. And honestly, throughout the years, like gosh, I've had really great ones. I've also had really, really bad ones. I've had i te- I've had interns that literally turn into like family and like part of the team. Um, and I've also had interns that lied and, um, almost got kicked out of school over it. Um, or, you know, on the less serious end of the spectrum, they're just not involved and they don't respond. And so it's kind of pointless for them to even have the internship. And I asked myself, like, I wonder if they are putting this on their resume because they've literally done nothing this semester. And honestly, what do you do as an intern? If they're not a paid intern, what do you do when they don't respond or they don't anything? I mean, all you can do is just send them an email and say, Hey, since you've been non-responsive, you know, we're going to consider, you know, or, or first you try to rectify it of like, Hey, you know, like, uh, Are you still interested in doing the internship because you've been kind of non-responsive? Like, we really want you to get involved if you're not interested or maybe we need to have a conversation about expectations. But, you know, we we really want, you know, you to be involved. So you try to rectify it at first. And then if not, you just kind of end the internship. So uh, but I always tell them that their participation in the internship will really determine how much they learn out of it. So it just depends, like they can waste their time and just kind of dabble. And yeah, you know what? I can't stop them from sticking it on their resume, but it will be very clear to the next person who hires them, uh, that they didn't, that they don't have the experience that they should have from a true internship. It can be hard to tell sometimes because every internship is different, you know. Um, Gosh, I had internships that were great. um, But then I also had internships where they literally had me sweeping glitter in a closet. And I learned absolutely nothing um, from that portion of it. You know what I mean? But I'm also a big believer. Okay, first of all, I'm the baby of the family. So I'm okay with being the low man on the totem pole. I'm okay with paying my dues. There are some people in the world right now that are just not okay with paying their dues. And when I got in the workforce, I'm a millennial. For anybody who's listening and doesn't know that, I'm a millennial. And when I got into the workforce, I can't tell you how much people talked about that all the time. Like all the time, you millennials this and you millennials that, and it was usually in a really negative connotation. You millennials are so entitled. You millennials are so this and so that. You don't know what it's life, life is like without the internet. Okay, sidebar, I'm an old millennial, so I 100% remember life without the internet. So thank you very much. Uh, but I will say this, it made it so easy to impress people because I have good work ethic. And when someone contacts me, I reply when someone gives me a task, I do the job or I ask for clarity on how to do the job. I don't blow people off like very, very basic, um, integrity 101 kind of stuff. So it made it really easy for me to impress people because they were like, wow, you're a millennial and you called me back. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I, that's, I thought that was business 101. When someone calls you and leaves you a voicemail, you contact them back. So, you know, internships, it's really hard to know what other people get out of internships. Some of our interns have done several internships before, and it's obvious the moment they get on the team, you can tell that they've done this before. So internships can be a really, really valuable um, asset, you know, and I'm sure right now, People listening out there are probably one of, uh, there's probably two types of people listening right now. Either A, you're someone like me, like you're a leader on your team or in a business or something like that. and, And you're trying to like understand more like how to grow or evolve your internship program or option B, you're probably a student and you're looking for an internship or you want insight on what someone like me is looking for in an intern. So I'm going to try to keep that in mind today throughout this episode. And honestly, like I'm full transparency. I have nothing to hide. Like I'm happy to share with y'all exactly how we do this and how we structure it. And you know, by the time this episode comes out or in a few years, you know, you never know when people stumble upon podcast episodes, maybe it'll be different because it's learning, you know, I'm learning we're growing and, uh, but we've really gotten a good system. So Nuts and bolts, we do internships. uh, We do fall, spring, and summer. Um, Our fall internship is usually like middle of August to like middle of December, middle or end of December. So I guess that's technically like four months. Yeah, November. Yeah, so about four months. Um, And then spring, you know, they start right after the new year. So January until like first week of May. And then summer interns are May, June, July, and a little bit of August until they can hand it off to the other interns. And also speaking of that's been a really successful thing is like letting interns who are finishing up help train and pass the baton to interns coming in because they immediately are like on the same playing field and they're like, You know they have like a a shared interest with each other so that's been really really helpful too Um, our internship we do a stipend uh, based on their participation so i never really share what the stipend is or what it might be uh, but there's definitely a stipend at the end of the internship Uh, and honestly most of our interns get the stipend because i'm so crystal clear when i interview them of what's expected of them and how they need to be involved in order to get the stipend so i think i've had maybe a hand you know a few very few probably two or three that have not gotten the stipend and the reason they haven't gotten the stipend is either a they did something uh completely dishonest uh, whether that was like signing my name to an evaluation or something like that um or or B, they just completely went dark on us, you know? Um, so that, that always just kind of determines, the, those are the reasons why I haven't given the stipend in the past. Like they literally became an intern. And after like the first week, they just completely stopped responding to us. So I was borderline like, um, are you not interning anymore? Um, so our interns usually, I say 10 to 15 hours a week, ish obviously it's fully remote uh and most of what they do can be done at any hour of the day now our team we are very monday through friday nine to five but we make sure when we give them tasks we do give them deadlines on tasks but we also try to pick tasks that can be done at any hour of the day and don't need a whole lot of feedback in case they can't get to it that day and they sit down to work on it at nine o'clock at night. Like once they've been fully trained, there's no problem of them doing that late at night. But our team, the, the, you know, the actual staff, we work Monday through Friday, nine to five. And I think it's really important to, you know, sometimes we try to be mindful of how much we give them because we know that they're in school. But at the same time, uh, I don't, want them to always be able to pull that card, you know, sometimes we'll say like, can you help me with this or that, like giving an opportunity for them to say no. Um, and I again, I don't want to overload them. But at the same time, like I think one of the most valuable lessons an intern can listen, can learn and hey, interns or students, if you're listening, one of the most valuable things you can learn during this internship is that light work doesn't stop when life keeps going, you know what I mean? Like sometimes even in your after graduation and everything, you're going to have a lot of stuff going on in life in general. Maybe you get married or you have children or things like that. And you've got all that going on. You don't get to go to your, you know, your boss or your team and just say like, sorry, I'm not available right now because I need to go to the grocery store, you know, like, no, or, you know, you've got to find a way to balance it all. So I think it's a great time to learn that of like, hey, the deadline is the deadline. You know, I always even say like, it's kind of like our job is kind of like being in school. In the fact that, you know, we have all these different clients, just like students have, they're taking three, four, sometimes five classes at the same time, you might have two teachers give you a test on the same day, And what are you going to do about it? go to the teacher and say like, I can't have a test tomorrow because my other teacher's giving me a test too. Guess what? They don't care. <laughs> I'm sure the students out there are like feeling my pain right now. I remember this in school. You would have like three tests on the same day, but those teachers don't know the other classes you're taking and they don't care because that's the day of their test. Okay. Same thing in our world in the agency last week, God, we had like the craziest week. We had a restaurant opening. We're planning a 75th anniversary for another restaurant we had uh, a fam tour happening at one of our hotel clients like all of this happened all at the same time and some of some of us completely out of our control Uh, so we all just kind of had to all hands on deck and like help out that team member that was spearheading all of that but Hello, that's life. So I try to be really mindful with our interns of like a good balance of like, hey, I know you're in school, but also not letting them use that card all the time to just be like, sorry, I'm in school. I can't help with that right now. I'm in school, so I can't help. Of course, we're like really mindful too, like during, you know, when it's exam week or something like that. Yes, totally. But like on a day-to-day basis, I think it's important for interns to learn that like, yeah, sometimes... You gotta juggle stuff. And sometimes the deadline is the deadline, and the teacher doesn't care if you got two other tests that day. You know, it's it's an amazing life and business lesson. So three to four months. Ten to fifteen hours a week. Uh, we do a stipend at the end. Um, some of our interns are doing it for school credit, but we also get a lot of interns that just really want to learn. So that's always really cool. Um, and it, it, to me, it speaks volume about volume. You know, volumes about their uh, desire to really get themselves out there. Uh, so I love that. So when our interns start, like I said, we usually get them. The past intern to train them a little bit but as we've been really working on our systems we've actually created a video module of things that they will watch uh, that are for their uh, for the tasks they're going to be doing it basically shows them how to do it and then another team member will have a call with them afterwards to like check in and be like hey did you understand this did you understand that did you have any questions from the video this has helped significantly. yeah making the videos made a little bit of time but think about this we're training interns three times a year so it takes a lot off of our plate to have those videos so i'm really excited to see how that works out um and, and i will say this too for all the people that are leaders out there listening i structure internships with two thoughts in mind When I'm picking out their tasks, I kind of divide it into two buckets. Number one bucket is like predictable tasks that they know they're always going to do. This is the biggest bucket for interns. This is really helpful for interns because they're in school and they're juggling other stuff at the same time. So what I've found is that interns are less likely to drop the ball or miss deadlines When they know every month my job is to schedule this content on social media. Every day my job is to log in here and pull these results. Every day my job is this and that. When they know like it is a predictable task, a repetitive task, interns rarely miss a deadline. So if you're thinking about crafting an internship program out there, really think about that. Like what are repeatable, tasks that you do and your team members do on a daily basis that could be handed off to an intern you and s- stop whatever you're thinking right now I all the time people are like well I don't think an intern can t- catch on to this oh please they are really savvy they can if you take 10 minutes to make a video about it or 10 minutes to get on a call with them and explain it to them they can handle it You'd actually be really surprised at what interns can handle if you train them appropriately. You know what I think was a huge factor in our internship program getting better. I became a better leader because I realized things just like this, like, wow, Whitney, look, when they start, when I give them repeatable tasks that are always their responsibility, they always come through for me. So me, as a leader, refined my way of thinking. So if you're having interns out there and they all suck, maybe you need to ask yourself, do the interns suck? Or am I doing a bad job of training them and leading them? Yeah, sometimes it hurts to like take a good hard look in the mirror and be like, maybe they, they don't suck. Maybe I need to take time to train them in a more efficient way. Or look at the tasks that I'm giving them and and make time to show them how to do it and support them. I do. And I'm okay with admitting that. That is honestly probably why our internship program got better throughout the years because I grew as a leader. I got better. I, I screwed stuff up and learned lessons from it. And, and now it's evolving and it's in a much more positive place and it probably will continue to evolve because hopefully your girl over here will continue to evolve. So definitely put some thought into training them and maybe making like some loom videos or zoom, you know, hop on, hop on a free, you know, like open a zoom window, record yourself talking and, and show them how to do something. So I think that's key, right? The first portion is making sure that, you train them accordingly because they don't know what they don't know, okay? Even adults, not just interns, like people don't know what they don't know. So interns, hey, listen, and if you're out there listening, students, I'm not letting you get off that easy. Like every time you do, you don't get to pull the card of like, well, they didn't train me, they didn't that. It's like such a delicate balance of leading someone and sometimes as a leader, the best thing I can do is let you as a student or an intern figure something out on your own. Yes, set you set you up for success with the project, give you the tools you need, give you, you know, the background knowledge and whatnot, but n- not holding your hand through every single step of the the project is actually in your best benefit. So don't try to use that card all the time of like as soon as something doesn't go perfectly. You pull the, well, my boss didn't show me how to do that. They didn't tell me that was going to happen. Sometimes they don't know that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like you got to remember that like bosses are humans too. Right? So that that's not a get out of jail free for you every time to just pull the like, well, they didn't show me how to do it. I used to have employee. I had, I had an employee one time that if, if I showed her exactly what to do, she would do it. But if there was any ounce of unknown, she would say, she would push back and be like, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, and that would literally be her email back to me is like, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, okay, I honestly like, it's like figuring out new software. I don't know how to do it either. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna log in there and I'm gonna click around. I'm gonna figure it out. You know, like just saying, I don't know how to do that is not productive at least if if she would have replied and said, I've never done this before, but I logged in and I did this and I did that and I clicked this and I clicked that and I I still don't know why I'm getting this error message, respect, okay? I can respect that because she like went in there and at least tried to figure it out on her own, okay? But somebody who just immediately comes back with always, I don't know how to do that. You didn't train me how to do that. This doesn't, I I don't know. I I wasn't trying. No, no. In our industry, you better get ready because you got to be a figure it out kind of person. You got to be a figure it out kind of person. There's always going to be new software. There's always going to be new social media platforms. Your boss isn't going to know how to do every single thing. But the difference between mediocre team members and bomb team members bomb team members figure stuff out or they at least make the initial effort of like you know what i'm about to log in here and click around i bet i can figure this out and i mean i'm a millennial i can figure out anything digitally right and so these people that are much younger than me the moment they try to pull this card of like well i don't know how to do that i'm like just move let me get in here i'll click in there and i figure it out in five minutes It's just effort, y'all. So I think it's a delicate balance of, hey, bosses out there, we need to be diligent about training these people and giving them the tools they need. And hey, interns out there, you need to be prepared for someone not to hold your hand through every single step of the way. It's okay if you have to figure some stuff out on, on your own. In fact, that's good for you. That's healthy for you. It's kind of like when I used to be studying for tests in college, I would write notes and it would actually help me remember, um, it would help, it would actually help me remember what to do. Because I remember writing it out. You know what I mean? Like that does something for your muscle memory when you write something out. Or when you click through a program and you do, you click through all the wrong things a million times, then when you learn the right way, you remember it because you did all the wrong ways. You know, sometimes when my team members ask questions, like before they even get the question out of their mouth, they're like, Hey, I was going to do that. And I'm like, yeah, but when you open that, this didn't work. And they were like, Yeah, how'd you know that? And I'm like, Cause I've been there before. And I'm like, scroll to, you know, scroll to the bottom, click that thing on the left, drop that down, choose the third option. A window's gonna pop up. Click okay. Wait for five seconds. See that over there on the right? Hit that button. That'll fix it. And I just remember because I ran into the same trouble that they did in the past. You know what I mean? So sometimes you learning to figure things out on your own is actually going to make you, A, a better professional and one day a better leader. Because when people who work underneath you need your help, you've been there, you've done that, and you know exactly what they're struggling with. So I encourage you guys out there listening gotta be a good mix of somebody training and somebody who's willing to figure things out on their own. Okay. So let's talk about what interns actually work on within true story. Um, like I said, I, I really, uh, in the first episode, I really take pride in the fact that our interns work on real tasks. And, you know, earlier I was saying like half of their tasks are like repeatable, you know, all your job every month is to schedule on social media. Your job every day is to do this or that, but then also throwing in some like sprinkling in projects as they come, because that's real life, right? Um, sprinkling those in as they come. So, you know, like, Oh, this popped up and we need help with this or that things like that. So, um, what do our interns work on? Number one, um, are two of their big roles are scheduling social media content and also doing the engagement. I like this because it gets interns the opportunity to learn, Uh, Meta business suite so interns if you're listening meta business suite if you're going to work in an agency that does social or or you're going to have any kind of job that interfaces with social it's very helpful for you to understand the back end of meta business suite Uh, so they schedule our content for Facebook our, our clients that do Facebook and Instagram they schedule through that. Um, and then for other platforms they maybe go in and schedule our post Um, and then they also handle the engagement so getting in there on a daily basis responding to comments responding to DMs this is really good for troubleshooting it helps you to understand messaging Um, it also is all about crisis communication not crisis not all about crisis but a lot of crisis because a lot of times you're getting nasty comments from randos on the internet so it's teaching you how to respond to those types of things and also how to handle that situation you know like you get a random terrible comment and you know you weren't there you weren't at the restaurant you weren't at the resort so you don't know what happened so contacting the client saying hey here's what they said what actually happened and then developing a solid response to that that alone right there is a very very valuable skill So in the past, I've had interns that were like, all my job is to just like respond to these comments. Like, first of all, that's not their entire job. But secondly, like they don't see the big picture yet. You know what I mean? They see it as like, oh, I'm just responding to these stupid comments. But I see it as you're learning to develop messaging. You know, you're learning to handle crisis. You're learning client communications and how to turn that, how to turn a negative into a positive. It's so much more than just I'm responding to DMS on Instagram, you know? So that's two of their big aspects of their job scheduling on social and engagement. Uh, we have our interns help us a lot of times with reels and tick tocks. They obviously crush that and they love it. Uh, they do a lot of finding and vetting influencers. So we'll say, Hey, you know, um, hey intern, we need, hey intern team, we need 10 influencers, 10 female influencers between this age and that age in the Dallas Fort Worth area. I don't know, this is totally random, but that's what we need. So they go, we teach them how to find them uh, and then also vet them looking at all their engagement, their numbers, that kind of stuff so that they are a big help in regards to that. Uh, And then also pulling stats from past influencer programs, like pulling up to see like how many views their reels got and things like that. Uh, We have interns that write press releases and media alerts. We have them putting together email blasts for some of our clients. Um, we get them to listen to these podcast episodes on our podcast and they write descriptions and blogs for it Uh, in general we have uh, interns some of our interns write blogs for clients in general and that's uh, very seo driven we help them develop a topic based on a lot of different things we have a way that we we search trending topics and um, hot terms and whatnot so we show them how we pick a topic based on that and write a blog um so they write them and they upload them to their site a lot of times so there you go and then you're learning like wordpress or whatever site platform you know they use uh also random research sometimes okay i'll give you guys an example for this one we had um uh, we have a restaurant group that wanted to do like a give back over the next few months there we we're always getting them involved in the community because a lot of people for some reason think this restaurant group is a chain but it's not it's locally owned and the owner feels really passionately about giving back to the local community so We said, oh my gosh, what if we did something where once a month we pick a different school and we deliver free food to the school for all the teachers? Uh, And then also we could like expand that. We could do the fire department one day. We could do, you know, the police department one day. All that kind of stuff. So we had our interns reach out for everywhere that this restaurant group had a location. There were like several different communities. We had them reach out or we had them research to find the different schools in those areas, to find the point of contact. Um, Same thing for the fire department. They had to find somebody, a point of contact, you know, at the police department and everything. Then we would help them write their, I mean, for a lack of a better term, it's like a pitch email, right? So we help them write the email of what to say to these people, and then we monitor their outreach for it you know, and they have a spreadsheet with all the contact information and they drop in notes in there like contacted first time on January 29th, blah, 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 blah. So they help us with research like that. And uh, sometimes, sometimes people don't realize that PR is a lot of research like that, you know? So we have our interns working on a lot of stuff, but one thing I always want to say is this. I don't let, I, I don't, ask clients, I mean, I don't ask interns to interface with clients. In general, on our teams, we try to limit who is interfacing with clients, because it can get really confusing to clients when you when they have like six different people emailing them from all different angles. So in general, most of the time, like we are training our team that really only the account manager contacts the client. Sometimes a content creator will or the PR person on the account, but for the most part, we try to let most of the, the conversation go through the account manager. Um, and also I'm very mindful about like what we uh, share with the, the clients about what they're working on it. And, and it's nothing against the intern by any means, but just be mindful of this. Like you could, there are clients out there that if you're putting like a really important project in an intern's hand just be mindful of the optics of that, you know, like an, uh, you know, especially if the client's like paying you a bunch of money and they're like, wait a minute, I'm paying you a ton of money. And and you're having an intern work on my stuff, you know? So that's, uh, you also have to be mindful of like, you know, if the intern is emailing them and sending them things like that, they're like, that immediately is discounting what you do. And even though I am a firm believer that like i said earlier interns do great work sometimes clients don't know that they don't know and all that they see is i'm paying you and then you're having an intern do all the work in their mind they're like interns equal free labor and so i'm paying you and then you're not doing any work you know so i don't think it's really all about the intern i think it's just more of the optics of the scenario So anything that our interns work on, they, it's all internal. They send it to the person on the team that they're working side by side with, or they send it to the account manager. Someone is always reviewing it and then relaying it to the client, reviewing, approving, helping them tweak it. Then they send that to the client, right? So just be mindful of the optics. Um, again, I, I think that's dumb, but at the same time, like I can understand when someone is on the outside of a scenario and they don't, they don't know. So, um, but our interns have been incredibly helpful and I'll be honest with y'all. Like I really don't hire people straight out of college. Um, and it's not because of lack of experience or anything of that nature. I think just for us, what I've learned is that, People who come straight out of college, first of all, learning life in an agency is like drinking from a fire hydrant. Okay, so they just got out of job out of school. It's their first job ever. I really feel like what's best for them as a professional is to go work for a company with an in like in person job. We are a fully remote team, and so that can be really hard to absorb knowledge from other people when we're all remote. Of course, they listen in on calls and things like that, but there's little things day to day. They will learn in an office that they're not going to get out of a remote job. It's not that they can't do a remote job. I just feel like they're missing such a learning opportunity by not being in person and being able to absorb things from other clients. So I really don't, I really don't hire people straight out of college, mainly for that reason. Now, again, I know that people who are coming out of college, like they were born in the 2000s, right? So they legitimately don't know life without the internet. And they've been doing things remotely their whole life. Like, so I'm not saying that they can't do it. But I just think it's robbing them of some really valuable experience. And I also think that they will grow more quickly in their career if that first job for a few years is in person straight out of, you know, straight out of college or grad school. So um, but the one thing I will do is like I've had so many interns that were so amazing that like I absolutely hired them right after they were done. You know, like they were they were a senior and I swooped in. I was like, yep, you're awesome. They're already integrated. They already know our systems. They already know our clients. I can see, obviously, what their work ethic is and and their abilities based on their internships. Those people I will hire directly out of college because, again, they it's a known entity, right? They know what they're doing. So. Many stay on. Uh, We've had even interns that finished one and they were like, oh, my gosh, I love this so much. Can I intern next semester, too? Heck, yeah, you can. That's actually what happened right now. Or if they're graduating or whatever the case may be, a lot of them will refer their friends to us. And that's been super, super helpful. That's been super, super helpful. Because they know what the internship entails and they kind of know their friends, you know, and they know who can hang and, and who it wouldn't be a good fit for. So that has been incredibly helpful of like, you know, having them send us their friends. So. That's it, y'all. That's how we structure our internship program. It's been wonderful. If you have any questions or if you have any thoughts on how you do it, I love hearing how other agencies operate, other teams operate. Like I am an efficiency and time like time management nerd. I'm not gonna say I'm an expert at it because I still find myself doing crappy habits sometimes and I have to like snap myself out of it. But I'm obsessed with always trying to find ways to streamline, always trying to find ways to use my time in a better, uh, more efficient way, but also how to alleviate things off of my team's plate so that they can work smarter, not harder. They can work more efficiently and faster, you know? So I'm always open to ideas. If you guys hear anything or if you listen to this episode and you have a really great suggestion based off your internship program, I would love to hear from you. So uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's the Whitney Lee, T H E Whitney Lee, um, or you can also find me on LinkedIn. Just Whitney Lee. Would love to hear from y'all. And as always, if you have an idea for an episode or something you want me to talk about, you want to hear my take on it. I love suggestions, and I appreciate everybody who reaches out. Uh, it's so awesome to me. I got a DM, a voice DM this weekend of somebody that didn't have a suggestion, but they were just like, wow, this topic helped me so much. I love that because that helps me know what topics, like what Angle to take this do y'all want to hear more about strategy do you want to hear more about specific platforms do you want to hear more about like what's happening in a current industry or you know uh, what's what's currently trending you know do y'all like that kind of stuff or do you like the time efficiency stuff do you like talking about team structure and time management and systems and processes and things like that so would love to know your feedback that'll help me make the podcast more efficient for y'all Um, And as always, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please take a moment to screenshot this episode and share it to social media using hashtag true or better yet, write us a five star review on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in. See you next time for another true story.